Welcome to the Live Nourish podcast. I'm your host, Katarina Greer. I'm a functional nutritionist and a community herbalist. On this podcast, I chat about all things health and wellness related to help you live a nourished life. There's so much information out there and it can be overwhelming, but health isn't supposed to be complicated. My hope is that you leave this podcast feeling less stressed and refreshed. Remember that the information in this podcast is general health and nutrition advice. It is not a replacement for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Now let's get started. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Wind Nourish podcast. Hope you're all having a great day. It's sunny here in Victoria after a couple days of rain. The sun has come out, it's shining, and yeah, I've just been loving it, soaking it in. Also, the cherry blossoms are out, which is just so, so pretty to see. I feel like it's definitely only a West Coast thing. Definitely don't think they're on the Canadian prairies. Um, But yeah, they're so pretty, like, when they come out during the springtime. But anyways, on today's episode, I have on Nicoletta Bradley, and we chat about all things body image, health, fitness eating disorders, disordered eating, comparison. It's honestly just such a good episode. I absolutely love chatting with Nicoletta. She's so sweet, so kind. And yeah, I just know that you guys are going to love it. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the podcast, Nico. I'm so excited to be chatting with you today. Oh my gosh, hi. So can you just tell everyone just a little bit about yourself and what you currently do? Yeah, of course. So my name is Nicoletta and I am, gosh, I have a podcast called Caller Holy and definitely a spin off of Caller Daddy, but we're basically just talking about topics that women um, won't hear typically on a Sunday morning and hopefully just entering into that space where there's just a lot of crap out in the world that are telling you different things. So me and my partner, Laura, are just trying to change the narrative. But outside of just a podcast that we do, um, I am starting a company called Noble. And it is a fitness and body image ministry. And it's basically just where you work out with a small group of women and it's followed by a Bible study. I launched in Dallas um, this past fall and now I'm in Fort Worth, currently working with Texas Christian University. And it has been absolutely like the feedback has been insane. We had 50 girls sign up for the next or sorry, 40 girls in the last round and praying for 60 and then hopefully taking it all across the country in the fall. Yeah. No, I love what you do. And like I said before, like, I love your podcast with Laura. It's just, yeah, so good. I love that you're doing it weekly now. <laughs> I know we, it took us a hot minute to get there. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. And also Noble as well seems so, so cool. And you said you're going to be doing it online, I think in the summer. Is that correct? Yes, girl, you need to go through it. So stay tuned for those that are listening. It will be launching online. It's going to be a really sweet um, thing where we get to, I'm going to send workouts and then we are going to do a Bible study online just over topics such as it's literally all around identity and body image. And my whole background is a really bad eating disorder. And so the hope and goal is to basically enter into the space of where women feel insecure. What about our relationship with food, with working out, what we see in the mirror, comparison, basically just, I always say that 
porn is probably one of the biggest struggles for men, which like obviously it's still a struggle for women, but like body image is like, I really do believe women's number one, but we just aren't talking about it. So my hope and goal is to create community while also allowing you to break free from the lives of this world. Yeah, no, I love that. So with that, could you just talk about like your relationship, like with fitness and food, just like from, I guess, growing up when you were little till now? Yeah. So a little background, I definitely have struggled with food for most of my life. I remember, gosh, in like first grade, wanting to lose weight. And so from a young age, I um, identified food as being good or bad. And definitely tied a lot of my morality to it and um, love my mom to death. But we just grew up in a really healthy household and just being an Enneagram, Enneagram 3, just very determined. And I was like, dang, like if I eat a cookie, I'm bad. But if I eat a salad, I'm good. I just saw that continued um, growing up and saw that how that played a role in junior high and high school and went from anorexia to bulimia to a binge eating disorder. And so I have seriously struggled with all the things across the map, but in God's kindness of experience, so much freedom doesn't mean that I don't have days where I still struggle, but so much freedom that has come from that. Yeah, no, that's so good. So with that, like, how do you, I guess, overcome your eating disorder and what has helped you work through it? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I will say, if you are really struggling, counseling just is necessary. Like this, they say that overcoming an eating disorder is equivalent or harder than overcoming alcoholism because you can escape the bar, but you can't escape eating breakfast. And so it really is an addiction. It's really a psychological thing and a mental disorder. And so counseling, I really do believe, is extremely helpful. I remember I met with a counselor and a dietitian every single week for a few years, and it was like the most extreme thing. But also, I think community, like you need to be surrounded by people that encourage you and remind you of truth. But secondly, um, uh, what else was I going to say? Community and obviously, oh yeah, duh, like being in the word like obviously if you open up scripture that really is a guide to your uh feet and a lot into your path and so the bible has a lot to say around your relationship with food your relationship with your body yet a lot of times we don't think it does we think it's this outdated book that no one's reading but man especially after counseling experiencing all that freedom it's daily reminders in the bible that like put me back on track on the days that i'm still struggling Right. Yeah, no, I think that's so important. Go Just like going back to the word and just, I think, yeah, just meditating on it and just having like scriptures. I'm sure there's some scriptures that have helped you like personally, you know, like get through it, especially. Oh, for sure. And it talks about like Corinthians and just whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. And like, even that's so simple, but it's like, okay, am I eating this out of desiring to pleasure myself or am I eating this out of like glory for the Lord? And there's so many, like your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives inside you. You're not your own. You're about the price. If we honor the Lord with your body, it's like that comes down to even how you're eating food. That's not just what you say in the mirror or how you work out. It's like, okay, is what I'm speaking over myself glorifying to the Lord? Is what I'm putting in my body fueling the body that God's given me? And so scripture really is a living, active um, resource that changes your life if you allow it. Mm, Yeah. So. I love how you like on 
like share on social media, like just about being confident in your body. So could you talk about how as women we can learn to be confident and not fall into the comparison trap? Yeah. Uh, I think that's so hard. I think that you need to know your ditches when it comes to comparison. I think that I know a lot of women really struggle with comparison around certain friendships and not saying that those friendships aren't good or bad, but you need to navigate what is healthiest for you. A lot of people delete social media for a season of like, Hey, if you're constantly getting on TikTok or Instagram and you're feeling worse about yourself, get off it. Like no temptation has overcome you except that is common to man, but God will also provide a way out. If you are struggling with comparison, that is because you probably need to remove something from your life. And I've always said this, like, one, the hottest thing you can put on in the morning is your confidence. It's not a thinner body or a certain outfit. It's like literally confidence. But the opposite of anxiety is thankfulness. And so a lot of times I really do believe comparison is out of anxiety. Like you're comparing yourself to somebody, you're overwhelmed by how, quote unquote, they're better than you, all the things. Therefore, you're anxious. So what would it look like to start changing it to thankfulness? Like, man, okay, she's got a boyfriend or she's got this body. Okay, well, God, thank you that I'm single right now and I can travel the world whenever I want. Like, Mm -hmm. thank you for the fact that while her legs might look different than mine, like I can still do blank, blank, and blank. And one thing that I talk about in Noble in in our lessons is like, what would it look like for you to stop comparing yourself with someone but start praying for someone? Mm -hmm. Because you oftentimes have no idea what you're comparing yourself to. You might be comparing yourself to this girl who has a thinner body, but she could be struggling with bulimia. And do you actually really want that? And so we need to realize that we don't pick and choose what we compare ourselves to. If you're comparing yourself to someone, you're actually comparing everything that's going on in their world. And oftentimes if you knew everything that was going on in their world, you might actually choose your life over theirs And so it really is comparison is the thief of joy. And I know that's so cliche and so cheesy, but like take your thoughts captive and make them obedient to Christ and realize that she's not better than you. She's different than you, but that doesn't make her above you and you below her. It's just truly the thief of joy. And you can decide if you want to engage in that. No, that's so good. And I also feel like we get so, I guess, like caught up in our own heads and our own minds, just focusing on ourselves so much when I feel like everyone else is doing that too. And so then when we're, when we're comparing ourselves to others, like it doesn't really, I guess, yeah, change a whole lot. Because if everyone's doing that, then, <laughs> you know. Totally. And I've, I've said this too in my novel, like we literally do this huge exercise where I'm like, and we have, for example, we had 20 girls in one session. And I was like, can you imagine if 20 of y'all walked out of here praying for every girl instead of comparing yourself? Like the revival that would exist among the Christian community would be insane. Yet we are just so quick to compare. But it's like, gosh, pray for her. Lift her up. Be proud of her. And I heard something one time and it said, um, you can either compare yourself to someone or be inspired by someone. And I love that visual of like, gosh, be inspired by someone. Stop comparing yourself to them. Yeah, no, that's so good. So how did you change your mindset around body image and stop believing the lies? Gosh. One, yes, counseling, but honestly, scripture. Like, I truly believe that like truth is found in your Bible. Mm -hmm. And so you can go to the self-help books, you can go to the podcast, you can go to wherever you want, but like, man, 
the things that are going to transform your life is opening up your Bible and believing in what it says. And what it says is like, you are wonderfully and fearfully made. Mm-hmm. Like you are the daughter of the most high king. When he looks at you, he sees perfection. He is absolutely wild and crazy about you. He loves you with an everlasting love. And I think a lot of times when we struggle with body image, it's truly the root of it is that we're looking for love. Mm-hmm. Like we actually don't want the thinner body as much as we want rest and unconditional love. And that is both found in scripture and a person, a guy, a friendship, that is an imperfect picture of a perfect God. And so when you are chasing after a body, what you're chasing after is what only the Lord can provide. And I've always said this, like the things that you chase after on this side of eternity is actually a signal that you actually just want Jesus because he's the place that you find rest for your soul. He's the place that you find satisfaction. And he's the place where you're, you find the shalom and the peace you're actually looking for. Mm, no, that's so good. And would, did you ever have like a mentor at any point? I guess like that's someone that else maybe like that struggled with it, like um, just like food in general, like before you. Totally. And that was super helpful as well. But I would really encourage, make sure that your mentor is someone that's overcome it, mm. not someone that's going through it. Because right that can allow you both to fall into the ditch rather than a woman encouraging you out of it. So yeah, mentors are fantastic, but make sure that she's not in the same place that you're in currently. Right. So with that, what would you say to the girl or woman, you know, that's listening that may be struggling with an eating disorder or disordered eating? Yeah, man. I think first I just say, I'm really sorry. Like I so get it. And it just talks about in Genesis, we do this in Noble. We talk a lot about the fall and it just talks about how like woman fell to food um by food well woman sorry our world fell to sin mm-hmm. by woman food and control and so it's that overwhelming piece of like hey give yourself grace when you struggle with this because it happened day one like literally day one this was a struggle that we faced and so i would say like i'm really sorry but there's freedom to be found but it's not freedom that comes from losing weight It's not freedom that comes from gaining control. It's freedom that comes from one doing the hard work. Like this isn't going to be an overnight thing. I mean, yes, the Lord can literally heal you any second. He is that type of God. But like this has been years of continual work and I'm still not healed. Like I would be lying if I wasn't on a vacation this last week and was anxious around food or overate in this moment. Um, But I think a, a lot of times it's just going back to like, food is fuel. And it's also just like, I've been praying this prayer lately. just like, Lord, give me my daily bread. Give me what I need today. Give me my daily bread. And that just really just helps you realign with all these things. But I think I would just tell that girl, like, keep leaning in, do the hard work. The Lord wants to heal you. Um, We often think that if we don't get overnight healing, God doesn't care, but he loves the process. Um, Because in the process, it says like John 15, like I am cutting out the branches that don't bear fruit. Mm -hmm. And that is what he does. And I think a lot of times when we desire and expect overnight healing, we wouldn't need God if that was what he did. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's actually his kindness when he allows it to be hard work because we get to grow in intimacy with him and truly know his character. Mm. No, that's so good. I love how you said like, it's not an overnight thing. Like it's a daily thing that like you need to go back to and, like keep on just getting that because or else if you like just do it for like a couple days like all those thoughts and lies are going to come back 
I mean, it's like a workout program. It's like yeah. you, we expect that in three days we're going to lose 10 pounds. It's like, that's just not the way it works. Like you have to put in the work, you have to put in the discipline and like, yeah, eventually you'll get to a place where your body might look different. You might feel better, but it's not this overnight success story. And oftentimes we will give up on our healthy lifestyle plan or our walk with the Lord because we aren't getting instant gratification, mm-hmm. but like, it's just not the way life works. Like it's even in a relationship. Um, you're not going to know after three dates with someone that you want to marry them. Like yeah. you need to put in the hard work. You need to spend the time. You need to get to know them. Like you have to go through the bumps and the two steps forward, one step back. And so we need to expect the same thing when it comes with our relationship with food and our bodies. Mm. Yeah. So is that why I guess you like wanted to start Noble because of just helping, you know, like other women to like overcome that? Yeah. I mean, TCU is where I went to college and it's in the top 10 schools with eating disorders across the country at least yeah at least when I went to college that's what my counselor told me and um I just was like man if I can enter into the fitness world and help women break free from the lies that I believe my whole life like let's freaking go and I remember when I was a freshman in college um I'll never forget this face down on the floor I was in the midst of a really bad binge eating disorder I just gained 30 pounds in three months and I was just like sobbing And I felt like I heard the Lord say like, hey, one day you're going to be able to help every type of girl because you're going to go through every type of eating disorder. And I'm like literally walking in a miracle with Noble. I'm like, I'm literally doing the thing that God promised that he would do. And the feedback I've gotten from this program is insane. Like girls were like, I was going to transfer out of college until Mm -hmm. I found Noble. Like I've made some of my best friends ever and I'm experiencing freedom for the first time I didn't count calories at dinner I left spring break trip early because I realized like this is not the life that I want to live and just like so many chains are being broken just through talking about the things that no one wants to talk about reality is when you get dressed or you eat a certain thing like there's probably something underneath that but no one's opening up and so this is just an opportunity to a like grow in your ability to get fit because I mean I believe in that but also like open up the door like I struggle with this this is my insecurity this is what I think when I look in the mirror and um, I just got back from a retreat with this company called Darling and it's called the Darling Society and it's like this beautiful company that they're dropping this clothes line and I'm so excited because Hopefully in the future, I'm also going to be hosting these dinners just all over the country around like body image and insecurity and they're launching a clothing line. So it's going to be a fashion show. And I'm just like so passionate about like helping women believe who they are Mm -hmm. and truly the least important thing about you is your body. Like truly it's the least important thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good right there. (laughs) Honestly. Yeah. So what is one thing that you do to live nourished? Man, I think honestly, lately, it's just been truly like two lines I've been saying is, Lord, give me my daily bread mm. and food is fuel. Mm. Like as I approach food, is this like, Lord, can I like, what are your thoughts on eating this cookie? Like, is this for fuel or is this out of emotion? Is this out of cravings or is this out of honoring my body? And it's just that reminder of like, God will give you your daily bread. Mm. Like he will provide food. And so often we don't eat or we overeat because we're scared or blank, 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 blank. But just like, man, inviting God into every single meal, every single morsel of food, like every single workout, like he wants to be a part of your life. And so that's kind of how lately it's looked like me living nourished. Mm-hmm. No, I love that. I think that's so important to do. Yeah. Just inviting God into like every single thing, not just praying to him in the morning, but like every single thing like throughout your day. Totally. Yeah. So where can everyone find you and connect with you? 
Yeah. So you can find me on my Instagram at Nicoletta Bradley, which is N-I-C-O-L-E-T-T-A. And then Bradley, B as in boy, R-A-D-L-E-Y. And if you're single, I'm recently on TikTok, same exact thing. We're just talking all the things singleness. It's so much fun. So pretty much follow me there. You can find my podcast, Call Her Holy, and just check it out. Lots of uh, really good resources on all three of those pages. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I love chatting with you and just hearing your story. Oh my gosh. Thank you for having me. Live Nerd is awesome. Keep doing what you're doing.